Peace, love, and life, family. Welcome to another installment of the 30 Talk. I am your host, Him Not Them. As always, got to give a shout out to the ancestors, the elders, listeners, likers, and subscribers. Can't show the hate, no love. As always, drink your water, eat your greens. We are here, we are live, and we are in full effect. That was the sounds of Tory Lanez, Adidas, off his new Toronto 3 LP. Definitely got to give Tory Lanez some love. He has been keeping me entertained during this lockdown time. With his quarantine radio, with his new music, and he also inspired me, gave me thoughts, generated thoughts for me, along with other individuals that I follow on Instagram. Um, greetings and salutations, family. Hope everybody's doing good. We're just gonna hop right into it. Um, uh, other individuals like Derek Grace, Two, Reza Islam, Nineteen Keys, Red Pill. Those individuals are. Using Instagram to their advantage with this lockdown. Um, betting on themselves, I should say. And I encourage the family to, uh, to do that as well. We've, we've come to what I feel is like a, not a standstill, but a, but a roadblock. Or a fork in the road, I should say. And with this fork in the road, it's, it's not dire, but it's, a, it's pivotal. It's important. Because the the decisions that we are making right now determine what the back end of our of our 2020 will be. And I realized that with everybody, when this installment dropped, hopefully, or should be receiving their stimulus check, when people see an, a handout, they just continue to look for handouts. And we should take this opportunity to bet on ourselves. You understand? And... We should do that by finishing what we start. And the 30 days or so that we've been on lockdown, we've created some habits. We've created some routines, some good, some bad, some indifferent. But the idea is that it takes 30 days to create a habit. So on the positive side of that, what habits have we, <clears throat> what habits have we created and how are we going to use that for when this time of quarantine, mass hysteria, pandemic bypasses or diminishes a little bit. I'm using air quotes for diminished because there's a lot of tragedies going on that I don't want to minimize. But this time will pass. What have we done? What have we started? What will, what will we continue to do moving forward with the habits that we created in this lockdown time? And I'm pretty sure that I've talked about finishing what we started on previous installments, but I will reiterate that repetition is key. And we've been taught a lot of information that we use today based off the teaching, the teaching tactic of repetition. So here at 30 Talk, we're all about solutions. We're going to be repetitive as well, but with information that, that we can utilize not just once or twice, but ongoing. 
it's like in our it's in our bag of tricks. We can refer to it when need be. So I'm gonna refer to the notes <laughs> that I had down that talked about why it's important for us to finish what we start. Time spent on unfinished tasks is time wasted, and you can be using that time to achieve something else. Sometimes when we have too much on our plate, we have a lot of unfinished products, products or projects. You dig what I'm saying? And so if we're only 50% in three different projects, we haven't completed one thing. <laughs> and if we start something, anything, start something or anything, we have to make sure that we have a timeline to have it complete. That's why I encourage the family to write down your thoughts, write down your goals, write down your ideas, because you might have that idea today, but two weeks from now, what you need to generate that idea will appear, but you forgot all about it because you didn't write it down. You dig what I'm saying? Um, we have to document our thoughts. In, or, in, order to, in order for us to finish what we start, we have to remember what we're doing it for. I often say, don't forget the end vision. This time period that we are in, we are, we are creating new habits. We are, we're starting from scratch. We haven't forgotten where we came from, but everything that we're doing now is new because this is the first time that we're experiencing it. All right. So let's understand that whatever we're starting right now, let's try to finish it because what's on the back end could be very well useful. That can be utilized for utilized when this pandemic is over. It's important for us to finish what we start because it reduces the possibility <clears throat> it reduces the possibility of us pretending we are progressing but we are really procrastinating. <laughs> Procrastination is big in any age group. In any point of your life, procrastination can show its ugly head, rear its ugly face, you understand? And it can be a hurdle a big hurdle for us to face or to address when it comes to finishing what we start. What I feel our biggest hurdle as a as a melanated community is our fear to move forward. Once we've reached a point where we feel comfortable and we've I don't want to say mastered, but we've become complacent, we don't feel the need to continue going. And that can be detrimental. We should forever be motivated. But the opposition works overtime to to weigh us, I mean, to pressure us, to make us feel as though that we're under so much pressure that staying where we are is more beneficial than taking the risk uh, or betting on ourselves and moving forward. Betting on ourselves, I want to kind of talk about that for a second. We have to use this time to build confidence. We we aren't surrounded by a lot of our friends. We're not surrounded in the physical, I should say, because we are still in contact with them. But we haven't physically seen some of our support systems. So we've had to rely on ourselves in some cases. This is where self-esteem and where our belief in self will grow, where we can start finding the power within our inner selves. You dig what I'm saying? And that's what I feel as though... It's important with this time that we have, this 35 days, 40 days of quarantine, where we have to start relying on our own abilities. We have to start sharpening, sharpening our old and developing new abilities. You dig what I'm saying? And if we want to continue to bet on ourselves, if we want to continue to build confidence, we have to understand the importance of finishing what we start. 
And that's how those two concepts for me come full circle, betting on ourselves and finishing what we start. And with a restart, doesn't mean that we have to forget or drop everything that we've done. That's not what a fresh start is. A fresh start is not trashing the old. A fresh start is putting the old or putting the previous to the side and generating and creating something new. When we talk about feel more in control, feeling more in control of ourselves, feeling more in control of who we are as an individual. So then that way we build, we are building up strength. We're, we're building, <clears throat> excuse me, we're building up our inner strength. And our inner strength comes from a lot of things which we're going to talk about tonight. And we have to follow our own keen sense. We have to bet on ourselves. We have to finish what we start. That is the idea. That is the premise of where I'm going with tonight's conversation because it's never too late to get a fresh start. It's never too late to start over. But it's it's only when we it's only when we become complacent and we sit in what sit in and waddle in whatever whatever we've been waddling in and then we don't see the benefits of moving forward. We don't see how it can best suit us moving forward. And we have to change that. We have to continue to move we have to continue to build inner strength and we have to bet on ourselves. On the other side of this break, we're going to build on that. Yes, family, that was Future hallucinating off his Hendrix LP. Before we went into the break, family, we was talking about betting on ourselves. We was talking about inner strength, finishing what we've started. And this installment came from a couple days of research when I was just thinking about how we can best use this time moving forward and what that will, what that will require. I don't know which installment it was, but I was talking about not forgetting the end vision, but not overlooking. We shouldn't forget the end vision, but we also shouldn't overlook the journey to get us there. And the journey to get us to our end vision is very important because that's where the history is being made. (laughs) History is made in the present. You dig what I'm saying? And if we want to best understand how to move forward in the future, we should recognize our present and study the past. And the past shouldn't be weighing. It shouldn't be taxing. It shouldn't be something to be afraid of either. If anything, the past should enhance our, it should enhance us. It shouldn't pressure us. You dig what I'm saying? And the information that I was coming across was, it wasn't that I didn't know this, but to 
or I wasn't aware of it, but to read it and then put it in certain to read the information and put it in situations in my life personally, I was like, damn, I'm pretty sure the family could use this information as well. Because we're we are all in the same position. We we might not be in the same space, we not we might not be in the same spots or locations, but we are all positioned the same. One foot is in where we want to be. One foot is placed where we want to be, and our other foot is placed in where we should be, or where we're going to be, or where we are projected to be. And we have to learn how to recognize the past, be in the present, and visualize the future all at the same time without either one of them getting more attention than the other. And to start this conversation off in particular, before we get into the inner strength, we're going to look at how the past affects our future or how the past affect, how the past affects the present our view of the future is shaped by the past when we come up with our i don't say come up with when we have our own ideas and thoughts it's based on our own experience experiences what we are experiencing determines our thoughts and ideas or our perspective so if we're looking at the past and we realize that we are That our inner strength is built on ego. That's because somewhere in our past, in our past, our ego was the only tool that we needed to that we needed to survive that particular time period. We got good at it. So then now we're not only good at our good at using our ego, we've weaponized it. So then that way we can. And I'm not saying negatively when I say weaponized. What I mean by weaponized is that we've used it over and over and over without recognizing the other skills that we've had. Because our past experiences and what we're experiencing, we realized that our that my ego or that ego was best suited for me to survive. So in the future, instead of me thinking about the other skills that I have, if my back's against the wall, the only thing that I'm going to use is my ego. <laughs> right. That's how the past affects our future. So what what I'm suggesting that we should do is if we recognize that in our past that our ego got the best of us, that our pride has gotten the best of us, that our procrastination has gotten the best of us, right? If anything negative in our past that we seem or that we deem as weighing or negative, we should use that to enhance us. We shouldn't use it to burden us. Don't let our past, I'm sorry, (laughs) getting in my jam, I felt myself getting a little excited, excuse me. Don't let our past experiences define who we are as a person, but positively enhance us as a person. All right. We got to use our fear as fuel. We have to use that doubt as as an accelerant to help us move forward. Our past should never affect our future to keep us reliving the past. Our future shouldn't be another rendition of the past. The future should be something totally different, if not better, than what we've already experienced because we've already experienced it. (laughs) It's already been there. It's already been shown to us. But one thing that one of my good partners has said, well, his girl has said it, is that we we are addicted to our trauma. We've, We've found a way to make ourselves feel better about what we've experienced because it gives us our stripes. You know, we've we got the sense of overcoming, which is great, actually, now that I think about it, because we came because we've overcame that trauma, because we found our inner strength to overcome that trauma. We're great. (laughs) We're outstanding. We're phenomenal. 
But now that we've overcame that, we shouldn't be using that trauma as a drug or as a crutch or as a as a as an escape goat from when we over overreact emotionally. You dig what I'm saying? Once we found our inner strength, we have to use that not only for us to propel moving forward, but use that inner strength to fight the demons that's holding us back. That's another importance of um, inner strength. That's just the first thought. Not only should we use our inner strength to fight our demons off, we should also use our inner strength to propel us moving forward in the future. And ways that we can build or find our inner strength is putting ourselves first. We have to realize that we don't, we're not selfish when we think of ourselves. If we're, putting a, if we're putting ourselves in situations where we have to weigh our options against somebody else's, we should think of ours first. We should consider others, right? But we should always think of ourselves first. When we're trying to find our inner strength, we have to control our emotions. Nobody, one thing our parents used to say, well, my mother used to say all the time when I was young, Nobody controls you except you. Nobody's in control of your feelings in, in control of your feelings except you. Because we always want to, we always like to say when we were younger, well, such and such made me do it. Or such and such was doing it too. Or, well, why am I getting in trouble when somebody else was doing the same thing what I was doing? We have to stop doing that. We are in control of our own. It's, we lose our inner strength when we start giving other people credit for what we are supposed to do good bad or indifferent and that's i'm not gonna say that's weak but that's immature you know and, and it is you know what i'm saying that's what kids do we we are moving in a position where we have to grow up <laughs> and i'm speaking to myself as well there's times where i still feel as though i make childish decisions based on my emotions but i've also learned and um, i'm learned i've learned and still learning how to sit back and think Respond instead of react. Um, that's where you'll find most of your inner strength when you find yourself responding instead of reacting. Situations and people can't always get you out your, out your, out your jam, out your bag because of something that they said or did. Because you have inner strength. I, I'm in control of my emotions, not you. You dig what I'm saying? Decide, commit, and act. When you have inner strength. You decide on what you want to do, you commit yourself, you commit to that, and then you act upon it. You dig what I'm saying? And that's just hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? Like it can't be, it's no, it it can't be no simpler, in my humble opinion. It can't be worded any simpler. And I think the most difficult part when it comes to deciding or committing or acting is the commit is the committed part. It's the committing part. We can decide to do a whole lot of things and act upon it. But just like I said, we haven't finished anything. That means we were never committed in the first place. We was just doing it on the whim. Like, if we as individuals want to find inner strength and complete what we've started, we have to stay committed and, and stay disciplined and patient with ourselves. You get what I'm saying? And it's, it's, different, it's different ways to address that. It's different ways to look at that. But if we want to find that inner strength and finish what we start, we got to stay committed and we got to stay disciplined. We're going to take this last break. We're going to finish what we've started with this conversation. 
Yes, family, that was Reborn, Kid Cudi, featuring Kanye West off the Kids See Ghost album. I'm a Kanye fan. I can say that. I don't want to say it. I'm, a, I'm not going to say that I'm going to say it proudly, but I'm not going to turn my back on the individual that inspired me in a lot of ways. Even though I might not agree with everything that he does, you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. And... That's just the best way for me to describe how we should receive and channel, not only receive, but channel and process information. Today we were talking about finishing what we start, finding inner strength, and now we're going to talk about the power of now. I think all of what we're discussing today has a common theme, that in order for us to finish what we start, we have to find inner strength and we have to understand the power of where we stand right now. Time is is one of those topics. To me, it's like religion and politics because everybody views religion different. Everybody views politics different and everybody views time different. And it's important for us to um, be open to other ideas, not necessarily saying accepting of other ideas, but just being open to the fact that other other people, other individuals view the very same concept we view differently. That's why everyone's past um, shapes their future and everybody's present is different because our view of the present is different based on the individuals that we are. And it's an individual by the name of Eckhart Tolle, Eckhart Tolle, excuse me. E-C-K-H-A-R-T-T, first name, T-O-L-L-E is his last name. And I found his book on PDF on the internet. And it's a it's a pretty decent, pretty decent read. Not necessarily information that I will go to, but I'm pretty sure the family can utilize what this informa- utilize what this man was saying. Because the power of now is a concept that has to be addressed differently, especially where we find ourselves today. Um, if you was to say how is pop culture right now, some people will say popular culture. Some people will say something about COVID-19. Somebody will say something about Kanye West, maybe Jay-Z, maybe Boosie Badass, maybe whatever's going on in Caucasian culture. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? But right now is subjective to whoever is speaking about it at that moment. So if we want to have a better understanding of how to utilize our time in a in a positive way right now, we have to look at our inner strength. We have to look at the projects we've started and we have to look at 
how are we going to build ourselves? When it comes to the power of now, enlightenment will not change the outer world, but it will change how you view the world. We are all living in the same crooked corporation, you know, but everybody's perspective of the corporation is different. So it's difficult at times to have to join allies with the individual because you might feel what they're saying to a certain degree until they say one or two bad statements and you're like, not even bad statements, but statements that you necessarily don't agree with. And you're like, I thought you was on to something. <laughs> now that I think about it, you off. I'm a back off. You dig what I'm saying? And and we have to be aware of that, not necessarily accepting. So if we want to follow our path of enlightenment, we have to understand that once we are enlightened, we're not going to look at the world the same way that other individuals do, especially in the present moment, because how I view this lockdown situation could be different from somebody else's. But if I want to affect my now, excuse me, if I want to affect my personal change, I have to stand firm on my inner strength. I have to stand firm on what I've, what I've decided to do, what I've committed myself to do, and now I have to act on that. That's how I use the power of now, and that's for me. What I'm encouraging the family to understand is that our perspectives are, are skewed, mine included. Our perspectives are typically skewed because we are basing our opinions off our experiences, which is nothing wrong with. But amongst our experience, amongst our experiences, we've been normalized to a degree. We've been conditioned to a degree. We've been massaged in certain areas to make us feel comfortable about topics and conversations that we shouldn't really feel comfortable comfortable with. That's because the conditioned mind is a result of our past history and collective mindset mindsets that we've inherited. We've been conditioned in a lot of ways. We've been we've been normalized. The normalization process didn't just start with COVID-19. You dig what I'm saying? It started well before time was time, before history started or before history was, I don't know, brought to our attention. And the conditioned mind has a lot of control over now because over where we are right now, because if we can't see past our own experiences, we won't understand how we've been conditioned in the first place. That the conditioning didn't just start with school. It didn't just start with religion. It started with how we come to understand the concept of time, how we come to understand the concept of family. That's when the, excuse me, because I'm getting into my jam. I feel myself getting a little emotional. The conditioning process didn't just start with where we find ourselves today. It's been an ongoing process. It's continued. It's continuing to show that we have very little control of what we thought we had control of. Now that we now (laughs) the power of now, now that we understand what that means and what that looks like, we have to take control of that. We have to get our power back. We have to build our inner strength. In order to take control of now, in order for us to take control of the power of now, we have to rise above our own thoughts. 80% of our thoughts are usually repetitive or dysfunctional and often negative. We have to start calculating all the positive things that are going on in our lives. 
The opposition works overtime to make sure that we feel bad about ourselves, that we develop low self-esteem, that we have anxiety, that we have depression. And we can combat that by building our inner strength. We can combat that by having power of our power of the now the, to control what's in front of us, to control what's in our immediate circle. We have the power. We have the strength. We have the control. We shouldn't rely on anyone to give it to us. If anything, we should rely on other individuals to boost us, to encourage us, not to drive us. We should be driven by our own accords. Easier said than done. I understand that. That's why we have these conversations. That's why we talk this way. Because in order for us to feel that way and really to be sure of ourselves, we have to move in that direction. We have to feel that way about ourselves. And that's just the real deal. One last thing I want to talk about when we speak of the power of now, whatever the present, whatever the present moment contains, accept it as if you've chosen it. Some things are out of our control, but it's best that we recognize it and play it to our and play it to the best of our abilities. We we're, we're, we have more capabilities than we give ourselves. One thing my man told me all the time is you got to give yourself more credit. In the, in the power of now, we have to give ourselves more credit. We have to understand that we, we're built for this shit. You dig what I'm saying? That it's not, it's not bigger than us. It's not better than us. And if we, if we attempt to try to do anything different, we shouldn't be scared of the ramifications. If we, if we want to continue what we've started and we've reached a dry spell, we shouldn't be content with the dry spell. We should take, we should pack it up, figure out what we need to do different, and move forward. Take control of the now. Develop our inner strength. And that's all I have for us on that topic. The Power of Now, if you want to find that book. The Power of Now. Put that in the Google search. Put PDF behind it. And you'll find some interesting information. I think it's important for us to not only recognize what that means, but recognize how we can best utilize it moving forward. As I'm looking for the last song, I want to remind the family that it's okay. It's okay to smile. It's okay to cry. It's okay to ask for help. We are in a position to change history. We are living what is, we are living, when they say history in the making, this is what we are experiencing right now. Let's try to do our best to recognize that. Let's try to do our best to keep 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 holding on, keep holding on and moving on. I'm your host, him, not them. And if you really want to have this conversation with me, you gotta talk to me 30. Peace. Oh, Lou, I'm on that book.